this is Elle. And you are listening to Not Your Girlfriend's Podcast. Season 4. Episode 57. 57. Here we are. Here we go. So, we left you. I think we have to do a little bit of a brief recap just because it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's probably been like a month and a half at this point. Yeah. So, last time we left... You, Elle, you were about to go... I was about to go kill myself, let's okay. be honest. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say that. I was going to say, on a first day. <laughs> okay, yes. Um, I'm actually sorry for anyone who had to listen to that episode. I was super fucking down in the dumps, but... Um... Yeah, no, on our last episode, I was about to go on, like, my first, first date in a while. It was actually my first, first date... I think since moving home to Brooklyn, I could be wrong on that, but like I had not been getting, I I wasn't really getting a lot of luck Mm. or a lot of traction on dating apps. Um, and I had gone away to Florida for a week, nothing there. So I down in the dumps about that. (laughs) I was so internally pissed and defeated and just not feeling great. Um, so like, I wasn't even, I had no hopes for this first date that I had the next day. Um, even though like, you know, the, the actual dating app, like conversation had been good. And, you know, I had no reason to believe that he wasn't going to be like a nice guy or anything. I just like, was like, fuck it. Like, I don't care. I went on this date with absolutely no expectations. You and I actually met in the city beforehand, pre-gamed, had a great seafood lunch. So it was like, I was already in good spirits. I was like, if nothing else, I've already had a good drink and a good meal for the day. Mm So, you know, the bar is low now. Like, there's nothing else that this guy needs to do, really, to make this a good day for me. Like, I'm okay. So, we met at a restaurant of his choosing. This is um, the Italian guy. So, he's from Italy. I don't think we know him as the Italian. I know him as the Italian because oh. we've chatted about him, but because it was prior your first yeah, date. Yeah. You know what? I had mentioned in the last episode that he was from Italy, but, like, uh, didn't really get deep enough into it to give him, like, a name or, you know, a nickname or anything. So he'll be the Italian. Yeah, we're super creative here. Super creative. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so he picked a nice restaurant. We met there. Um, he was running, like, 10 minutes late, as Italians do. Um, I can say that because I'm Caribbean, and Caribbeans are also, you know, infamously late to everything. Because New Yorkers are also just late across the board too i am insanely early i'm on time to everything that's such bullshit i am 100 percent on time to everything that's such bullshit it's like my toxic trait i don't think that's true i have a constant fear that people think of me as a person who's late to things you are 100 percent proving it right now oh because i just known you for your entire so life <laughs> i overcompensate by being like precisely on time to everything like i showed up to this date the date was at three I showed up at like 2.57 and I'm standing there and I'm texting him like, hey, I'm here. Where are you at? <laughs> Where are you? So how was the initial first date? So initial impressions, he was very cute, um, like very good looking. He was like just, he was really sweet. We had a really nice time. We started off at that one restaurant, had a couple drinks, had some food and stuff. And then I had actually dropped my really nice fucking gold necklace on the way over to the restaurant, which I noticed in the couple minutes that I had to dilly dally before he got there. 
So when he got there, I'm like telling him about how I dropped my necklace, I think somehow on the walk. And he's like, oh no, let's double back. Like, do you want to go right now? And I'm like, no, let's have our drinks. And then we can double back afterwards. So we doubled back on a scavenger hunt for my gold necklace. I also lost my jewel at the same meal. Yeah, RIP. That meal was disastrous. That was also the meal where our table was so wobbly that the waiter put down my rosé and it spilled all over me. Oh, yeah. I mean, a fresh glass was given to us, but, like, for the fanciness of that place and price, I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, same. Um, it was, what was it called? Fucking something. Blur Fish Bar. Blur, yeah. I will Soho. say, though, I have not stopped dreaming about that, like... Oh, the spicy tuna The spicy tuna fried. on crispy rice. Crispy rice, Yeah. I have not stopped dreaming about it since. I that think about is, that a lot. That is truly, I think, the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, I digress. So we have a couple drinks. We loop back to the place that you and I were at before so we can look for my stuff. We don't find it. So then we're talking about what moves we want to make from there. We had passed this really nice bar that I had mentioned that had like has this huge floral display. It's so pretty. It's so nice. And like as we were passing, I was like, oh, this place is amazing. I've wanted to go here for so long. And so like as we're passing and I make that comment, he's like, oh, we should come back here then. So once we determine that the restaurant does not have my necklace or your jewel, Um, we actually, I bought a pack of cigarettes. We like stood at like a corner in Soho and smoked a cigarette together up against the wall. It was so sexy. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, and then we doubled back to that nice bar that I pointed out. We had a nice drink there all the while we're talking about getting oysters. And so he finally finds a place that's doing dollar oysters. So we like, he gets us an Uber across town and we make our way to like the freaking like lower East side or something. And we get dollar oysters there. And what's like really quickly, what's his like age and what's his job? Oh, so he is 33 um, he's a like foreign currency trader. Mm. Like he does FX trading. Um, and he like works on Wall Street. He's telling me that he like worked in Italy and then he was selected as one of like a handful of people from his company to move to New York and work for the company here. Wow. So I'm like, okay, this guy's not doing too bad. Right. So he's got money and he's, he's expendable income. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's doing all right for himself. So we have our oysters and then we're like near the East River. If you went across no. town, you started. We're near the Hudson. Yeah. Okay. We're along the. Wait, no. Why does that feel That's wrong? That's the Hudson. Wait, no, 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 no. We were on the West side and then we went East. My sense of direction is disoriented. We went to lower East side. Yeah. Yeah. So we're along like the East. We're close to the East river. He's like, Oh, like let's take a walk. So we take a walk. We go to like the waterfront. Smoke another cigarette together, and then we're talking, and I'm a little bit tipsy. So, of course, the question that falls out of my mouth is, so why are you single? (laughs) (laughs) I hate when people ask me that. (laughs) And he's like, oh, I was in a relationship for, like, 10 years. Jesus. She was, like, my girlfriend since, like, we were teenagers and stuff. And then, you know, it just wasn't – it wasn't going anywhere. We both knew that we didn't want it. Um, And so we broke up, and then I moved here. And, you know, basically this man has had a fucking rebirth – Oh, my God. And he was like, yeah, we're still, like, friendly. Like, there's no animosity. It's just, like, we fell out of love. Like, you know, it is what it is. And I'm like, How can you have no animosity and fall out of love with someone? That means, like, you're the one who fell out of love. I don't know. He's like, yeah, we were both just, like, like, we didn't want to get married. Like, we just, I mean, again, like, hearing that from the male perspective, it's like, maybe she was just waiting. 
Like, yeah. she's sitting here, like, biding her time, waiting for an engagement. Dude, 10 years? 10 years. Oh, my God. And he's 33, so that means they started dating when they were, I guess, assuming they're the same age. Well, so I think he said it was, like, like it's been a couple years since they've broken up. Like, that was his most recent. Okay. So, I could, I was pretty intoxicated at that point because this is our fourth bar of the day um but i'm pretty sure he said that he was like they were 18 or 19 when they started dating well yeah they dated in high school so well he's like he's like they dated when they were teenagers or something so i think they started dating when they were like 18 19 right dated till their late 20s that was when they're like oh we're at the point where we either get married and make next steps or we break up and it was kind of like neither of them were on that page so they broke up Okay. So, yeah, like, there was no animosity. I'm like, this is, like, weirdly almost the opposite of a red flag. Like, how interesting to hear a breakup story that I'm like, I'm not instantly... It's not instantly setting off, like, you know, alert bells in my mind. Yeah, I don't think there's anything... I don't know. It's, I wouldn't say it's a, it's the opposite of a red flag. I don't know. It sounded really, like... It just sounded very, like, wholesome and fine. Sure, that's when his perspective. It, but it was also, like, first date, like, with this hot dude who, you know, seems totally normal in all yeah. other respects. So I might have had rose, you know, rose-colored glasses on to an extent. Imagine you dated someone for 10 years and it didn't work out. Like, I don't know. It just feels like a lot of wasted time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, fair enough. Fair enough. Like, I feel like if I, would, if I was dating someone and I dated them for 10 years, which I would never, because I would be like, even with my views on, like, marriage or whatever, which is like, I want to be married. But I would want someone who wants to marry me to know within five years. Five years. Tops. That's my tops. No, that's, it. that's it. You know? Like, and I get when you get into a relationship at a younger age, those kind of milestones are like... Kind of dragged out a bit. So it makes sense. But, you know, I don't know, dating for like eight, nine, ten years and you have no ring, it's just like, what does it matter if you're like the money thing is kind of an an excuse? I think I just, I don't know. I just think at a certain point, you're wasting both of your times. Yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah. Um, I think if it were me, I would have very different views, but like hearing it from this guy, like sure, a hot Italian it, guy, hearing it like. from this gorgeous Italian guy, I'm like, wow, like so evolved, so European, like <laughs> no uh, more. Just when it, <laughs> and <laughs> like just an amicable breakup, like wow, how evolved. Um, but anyway, so like from there, we're like, oh, what should we do? And He's like, oh, like I live in, you know, I live in Fida. I'm not too far from here. We should like take a nice stroll. I, I think I'm a little bit like dignitized at this point. Mm. Um, so I'm failing to mention the fact that my feet are bleeding and it's my first time in heels walking around the city in a couple months. Um, but I'm like, I'll be a champ for some reason. So we walk like a mile and a half to his apartment. By the time we're getting close, I'm getting a little, like, antsy and, like, sort of angry. And I'm like, are we there yet? Because my feet are bleeding. (laughs) It was not a happy camper at that point. Um, And we finally get back to his place. He, like, makes us some drinks and we're chilling for a little bit. And then, like, one thing leads to another. You smash. So we're on the couch making out. And then suddenly he, like, picks me up. Mm. 
and like brings me to the bedroom and I'm like, oh shit, homegirl is about to pull. And part of me is like, oh no, I should wait. But I'm also like, no, fuck it. Like I deserve this. Yeah. So we like, so he, right. So he carries me into the room, puts Mm -hmm. me down. By the way, by the way, um, this man's apartment, let's take a second here. So he lives near Battery Park. Like, we get to his building. It's a doorman building. He says hello to his doorman. You know, we walk in. We go up to his floor. We get in. I'm like, oh, do you have roommates? He's like, no. We get into his apartment. It's a, like, legit one bedroom. It's not some flex bullshit. It's yeah. not a studio, right? It's a one bedroom. Wow. And this place is, like, fucking massive. It's, like, for a city apartment, I was fucking shook. And I'm just looking around like, this is a proper fucking apartment. <laughs> You're like, I can see myself coming back here. This is nice. <laughs> there are no roaches or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for picking up. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, what in the fuck? Like, this dude must be doing all right. Right? So he carries me into his room. Um lays me down on his king-size fucking bed. Okay, that's just, that's obscene. I I'm don't like, know. Hello? That's ostentatious in what the city. What are we doing here? What do you, what do you, what do you think you are? Who are you? The king of England? Who are you? <laughs> Who sent you? Fucking Prince of France? Like, <laughs> my God. Unbelievable. Right, so he, he puts me down on his bed. I'm expecting, okay, I'm, I'm getting the full fucking package right now. Um, it fell a little short. He went down on you. Fell a little short uh, for like one second. Literally for... Really one second. Come on. Give us an actual like Like second. two seconds. What? <laughs> like two seconds if I'm being exact. Two I'm being seconds? Completely. Like it was like almost like a kiss. Like it was... <laughs> Is it over? Is it over? And that was it. And then all of a sudden he's like trying to enter me. And I'm like, sir, I'm like, you need to spend a little time. You need to get acquainted. You need to get familiar with your surroundings first. Um, you, I got to give you the grand tour before you're allowed to come in, you know, like, I mean, like, yeah, like shit, like, you know, you also carried me into your room. I was under certain expectations here. Yeah. The carrying feels like a, I'm going to take care right. of you. You relax. Yes. That's I'm prepared to relax. Mm-hmm. We've been drinking for seven hours. I'm like, let me lay back and take a load off. My feet are literally <laughs> bleeding onto the white sheets on his king size oh, bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, small exaggeration. But anyway, yeah, so I'm just like, uh, okay. And then he's like fingering me in a way that is not good. Seems very ill-informed. Very like no idea what he's doing. And I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, God. I'm just like starting, like the clouds are parting. And I'm like, oh, God. Like hot guy privilege. <laughs> this man has no idea what he's doing. He is hot. I did see a photo. So, I mean, like we said, if you've been hot forever, you're not going to be good at sex. You got to put the work in. You never had to learn. Never had to learn. Just no. fucking stick you, it in. Lie there if you're a girl. Right? Like you're too hot for anyone to really ever had, you know, ever have had to correct you. Like girls are just like, oh, well, he's hot. So I'm just going to let it slide. Mm-hmm. So... 
Yeah, we, we like have sex. It's like not great. It's to like, his completion. Um, did he finish? I mean, if you've been drinking that long, I would be surprised I don't if think both of you finished. No, I don't think he did on the first one. Also, like, I can't when I drink a certain amount unless, like, a guy goes down on me for, like, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, it wasn't going to happen for me either way between the two, <laughs> between the, like, fucking, you know, kiss of a, of a <laughs> the foreplay. Pack, the pack. The pack. The pack of foreplay I got. Um, <laughs> and then just, like, instantly sex. It was, like, not going to happen for me. So, I don't know. We, like, uh, did for a little bit. And then he, like, I don't know. It was just, like, super weird. It was super fucking weird and Did off. you stay over? It, no. So, like, we're going at it for a little bit. And then he stopped. And he was, like, fingering me. And he was, like, at some point he was, like, oh, I feel like I'm, like, he... Like, these weren't his exact words, but it was something to this effect where he was like, I feel like I'm doing all the work here. That's so fucking rude. And he was like, oh, I feel like, like, I forget what he fucking said, but he was like, oh, no, like, why aren't you? He's like, why aren't you? Like, he said something about the fact that I wasn't doing anything. And I was like, dude, you are supposed to be taking care of me first. Like, are you not acquainted with how things work here? Like, I'm sorry, but like, this should be a universal code. I mean, I think if guys know they can come then yeah also even if you are like having whiskey dick then you know you're definitely not coming then like what's the fucking point on your end so they might as well take care of someone else i don't know it's like either way in both situations he should be taking care of you also to complain (laughs) sorry (laughs) we are drinking brief interlude Uh, we started with, I started with a Negroni. I started with a gin and tonic. And then we switched from gin because we're like, we're not feeling it. And now we're drinking whiskey sours. But then you opened a can of new seltzer that I bought from Trader Joe's called Highball. So a bit of a mixed bag. Bit of a mix. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, I think it's on him to take care of you and like get you off. 100%. I'm sorry, but I'm. I'm I'm done with men who don't subscribe to like the she comes first philosophy. Yeah. You make her come first. Even if it, even if it, that wasn't a thing, let's say you take that out of the equation, like you don't say that to someone on a first hiccup. Like you don't say I think you should be putting in more effort like anything anything to that regard. You don't no. there's, things, there's things you say you don't say on a first hookup, right? That's, that's what you do don't. not say. That's you do not say don't. that in any situation. Any. Just never see them again. That's fucking fine. Literally. So I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. And then I'm like trying to get him like started back up. And he's like, oh, like the moment passed. So it was just oh, like. Oh, God. And like then he can't get hard because the moment fucking passed. And I'm just like, this is weird. And I'm finally like, okay, like I got to get home. I have to catch the train. And so I get up and I start getting dressed and he can tell that like, I feel weird about it. And so he's like, I'm sorry. I feel like it was just our our timing was a little bit off. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Don't worry. Like I'm going to go. And I'm being like super cold. And I like, he picks up on it. I think realizes that he fucked up. So he's like, Oh, let me, let me walk you to the train. And I'm like, I got it from here. Like, it's okay. And he's like, no, 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 no. I insist. I'm going to walk you to the train. It's late. Um, and I'm like, okay, fine. So he walks me to the train. He's like trying to chat me up, like trying to be sweet, trying to talk to me, whatever. And I'm just like, oh, this is such a fucking disappointment. Like, I'm just like, whatever to this dude. And so we get to the, we get to the subway. He's like, oh, are you taking me to Grand Central? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. And so he's like, oh, I'll take, I'll ride the subway with you to Grand Central. What? 
like this is like I don't know if it's overcompensating or like this very like <laughs> European like gentlemanliness. Um, and so I'm like, no, like you don't have to do that. And he's like, no, 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 it's okay. It's like, let me just go 40 blocks uptown for no reason. He's like, it's okay. It's like, it's three, you know, three, four stops. Like I'll ride the subway with you. Just make sure you get there. Okay. And I'm like, mm, it's okay. He's like, no, I insist. And I'm like, yeah. Cause you could get raped in the four train. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. What's going to happen? What's I'm like, happen? buddy, I'm a New Yorker. I'm okay. Don't worry about me. And, but I'm just like, okay, sure. But then I'm like looking and I'm thinking and I'm like, oh, wait, no, I should just take the four train instead of an Uber home. Um, so I like was like, no, actually, don't worry. I'm going to take the four all the way to the Bronx and you certainly don't have to make that trip with me. So <laughs> don't come. Please don't. Please don't. I need my me time now. Um, so I like took the train home, whatever. And I like woke up in the morning and I'm like, I feel like that was just a weird, like, it's unfortunate because the entire day, like the six hours of like drinking together was mm-hmm. so great. And the sex was just weird. Uh. And I'm, like, kicking myself because I'm, like, I feel like that would have been really good if we just left it. Right? If yeah. we just, like, didn't go home together. If I was just, like, oh, like, let's call it a night, whatever. Like, that's also not completely on you because he no. was, like, let's take a mile walk to my apartment. It's like, totally on him because he's bad at sex. Mm-hmm. But, like... I was just, like, really disappointed, and I don't know, I felt weird, and I was like, I'm not even going to text this dude, and then he texted me in the morning, and he's like, hi, morning, like, did you get home safe, are you okay, how you feeling, like, whatever, and I was like, okay, I'll entertain it, I'll let him know I didn't die, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got home fine, and he's like, okay, great, like, I had such a nice time, like, you're so sweet, and this and that, um, what are you doing next weekend, like, let's put something on the calendar, and I was like, okay, you know what, maybe a one-off bad sexual experience can be just that. I I think for a first date, having a not so great sexual experience is fine. Yeah. Like if if you see like a slither of room for improvement and in your guy's case, it was like a long day and it was a lot of drinking, even bar all of his weird like comments and behavior with him being so hot and the amount of like fun times you had together personality wise, I would have given it another go. Yeah. I mean, this guy was up for anything. Like we did one bar and then another bar and then oysters and then a walk. And then, you know, like, I don't know. I was just like all things considered. Also the fact that I'm looking for a summer fling at best, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm literally leaving the country in a couple of months. Um, you know, let's, let's see how this goes. So I was like, okay, fine. Like we'll do another date. Second date. Um, really good. We went back to his place, had actually, actually wait, didn't have sex that time because I was like, I'm going to hold out on him this time. So that the next time he's like fucking dying for it and actually like spends time on me. Mm -hmm. Um, so second date was like really good overall. He picked a great restaurant. Also fully found out that my love language is watching men stare at a wine list and pick a really good bottle of wine. <laughs> like, oh my God. I don't know how I held it together at dinner because it was so sexy watching him order. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, you, like, where'd you go? Um, okay, so he picked... Um, there's like a... It's not a chain, but it's like a group of restaurants. Um, so I think the the group name is like Piccolo, Piccolo Cucina. Mm-hmm. And so there's like three of them. Like one of them is, it's a Sicilian um, Italian restaurant group. Mm-hmm. And one of them is like their normal one. One of them is like, you know, their uptown location. And the third one is their seafood location. Oh. So he picked the seafood location. And that has been on my bookmarks list for like two years now. 
And so when he sent me the name, I was just like sold, done, good, yeah. excellent, amazing. So we did that. And then we went to, um, we went to Cafe Wa afterwards, mm-hmm. which like has live music on the weekends. So we like listened to some live music and it was like really like it was super fun. And then we went back to his place and um, he like serenaded me like he plays guitar and he sings. So he like serenaded me and it was like super cute. And I slept over, um, left like first thing in the morning. Like I wasn't even going to stay over. I literally only went back to his because my phone was dead and I couldn't get home without a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I stayed over, left at like 8am. Um, but that was our second date. Third date was the next weekend. So at this point, our cadence is like hanging out literally every week. Okay. Um, which is interesting for what I thought was going to be a summer fling or a flop. Why? You think that's like not enough time? No, once a week was more than I was expecting. Oh, okay. Like I wasn't expecting to see someone and then get into the rhythm of hanging out with them every weekend. Mm -hmm. So then third date was actually not even a date. Like I just went out for a friend's birthday and then afterwards went to his place and he made Aperol spritzes and we had really good sex that night. Actually, like we like we're sitting on the couch having our spritzes and, um, he's like, can I ask you something? And I'm like, And he's like, kind of a weird conversation. And I'm like, sure. He's like, it seems like you're not really like so much about like sex. Like last time you were here, you don't want to do anything. And, you know, like, can we talk about that? And I was just like, oh, God, you're going to talk to him. He's bad. I was like, no, this is going to be weird. No, I love sex. Just not with you. I was like, okay. Like, I, like I told him, I was like, I tried to hold back a little bit last time because, you know, I don't usually sleep with someone on the first date and you know, I just like, didn't want that to be like a, I didn't want you to like, I don't know. I don't know if I said like, take it for granted. Like I didn't say take yeah, it for I granted. I was like, it's like a booty I was like, I didn't want it to be like a, like that was like our, like that was the thing. And like, you know, I actually like you and I think you're like a really like cool person. So I just didn't want it to be just that. And then I was like, And also, like, you know, maybe, I don't know, I feel like maybe our chemistry was off. So how about this? Like, tonight, you tell me what you like, and I'll tell you what I like. And we try to get more in sync. And he was like, okay. And then the night was just fucking fireworks from there. It was so good. Like Communication. Oh, my God. And, like, I really just, I thought that, and I told him, I was like, I can't believe I fucking said this to him. I was like, I feel like I'm just a little bit spoiled from, like, American boys because they've all sort of subscribed to, like, the she comes first kind of philosophy. Like, the fact that the words came out of my mouth that I'm spoiled by the that's, fucking sexual acumen of American boys. First of all, I don't think it's American boy thing. It's I'm- not, but it's all I could say to him in the moment. Ugh, like, I couldn't say to him, you're bad at sex. Europeans have been great. Men from other continents have been great. You are just bad at sex. <laughs> right? I had to make it an American thing so that he wouldn't feel fucking... So you had to fucking lie to him. Yes, I yeah. fucking lied, okay? And okay. to a means. Okay. I mean, yeah, I agree. I think lying is sometimes good. Like, yeah. Uh, even, uh, well, look, more on that later. <laughs> sometimes. And then he was like, oh, so what else do these American boys do? And I was like... 
Uh, so it's like, I'm going to tell you everything I like right now. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to slide this right in. Like, this is my opportunity. So, yeah, we talked and I told him what I liked. And I was like, you yeah, know, you tell me what you like. And then I like straddled him on the couch and he properly carried me into the bedroom and actually fucking took care of me this time. Nice. Which was really nice. So really nice night. Um, woke up in the morning, had a very fucking nice morning. Although one thing, so like halfway through the night. So I think I, I run hot when I sleep mm-hmm. and particularly when I've been drinking. Mm-hmm. So I woke up in the middle of the night drenched in sweat, <laughs> like absolutely about to die. And I turned to him and I'm like, Oh, I almost said his name. I turned to him and I'm like, can you, can you put on the AC? And he's like, no, I can't sleep with the AC. What? And because he's fucking European and Europeans don't use AC. I have that problem with like my, uh, the lawyer who's with Canadian. With your lawyer? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm always like, can you turn it down? <laughs> fucking hot. I'm fucking hot, man. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm like here roasting. I'm literally dripping sweat. And I ask him to put on the AC. And he's like, oh, I'm going to be freezing. And I'm like, please put something on. I will die. And so he puts on the fan, which I, like, I didn't know he was just putting on the fan. So he puts something on. I hear it. I'm like, okay, good. I'll be fine. So I fall back asleep. I wake up a little bit after and I'm like, dude, I'm dying. Can you please put on the AC? Like I'm, I'm melting. And he's like, how are you hot? Like, are you okay? Like I'm cold. He's got the sheet over him. I'm like, dude, I'm roasting over here. Like, feel they my still skin. They haven't invented a air con I'm in like, fucking Italy. I can tell you that my, for a fact. Like, like, feel my skin. Like, you think I'm joking? I'm dripping sweat. <laughs> this is not a drill. And so he's like, oh, well, I'm going to go sleep on the couch then because I'm going to freeze. I'm going to wake up sick. And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, just put on the AC for me. Just fucking put it on. <laughs> I'm losing my shit. Oh, my God. I'm losing my shit. So he puts on the AC, literally picks up his pillow and goes and sleeps on the couch. Honestly, uh, at that point, I'd be good riddance. Uh, I'm I'm about to go down to 65. I'm like, you big (laughs) fucking baby. Oh my God. I really thought he was exaggerating. So I wake up in the morning. I've had the best couple hours of sleep that I could imagine. (laughs) I feel great, you know? And I wake up and it's like 8 a.m. and I'm at his place and I'm like, oh, God, I'm an early riser. I know from the last two, from the last time sleeping here, he's not an early riser. I'm like, no, what do I do with myself? So I get up. I have a backpack with like some overnight like stuff. And so like I go into the living room. I start rifling through my backpack, like trying to wake him up a little bit, go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, like do my whole morning routine, whatever. Go back out, put my stuff back in my bag. I'm shaking stuff, trying to wake him up. (laughs) He's not fucking waking up. And I'm like, he's got to be playing sleep and just avoiding me and, like, mad at me yeah. for making him sleep on the couch. Because there's no way he's sleeping through this. But yet he sleeps. So I just, like, lay in his bed awkwardly for, like, half an hour. And finally, like, I'm just going to go wake him up. So I went and I woke him up and terrified him. Like, he was, like, startled awake. Um, but I convinced him to come back to bed. And then we had a fucking amazing morning. Life. Good morning sex, which like really solidified for me that like this can be a booty call. We were cured. Summer flame. We yes. were cured. Things are well. Sober sex the same. as well really shows you. It if really you're, does. Like, good at it. Yes. Yeah. Like okay, because especially once I've been drinking for a bit, like I have a like I have a really hard time, and it's a consistent issue for me. Like I just honestly I can't focus. Like I can't focus enough to come. So like soberly the next morning, like I love having the morning sex, and like. 
if you can if you can do it without being like awkward or tense or weird or anything like yes you've got a good thing mm-hmm. going so we had good sex um and then I left like I had like shit to do and I was like I don't really want to like linger so that was date number three and then after like I think during that date or maybe even the date before we had talked about him coming to see me up in the burbs. Mm -hmm. And so like that week we were like chatting and he like mentioned it. He was like, Oh, like what are you doing next weekend? Let's do something. And I was like, I don't know if you still want to come to the burbs, but like I've been to the city like three fucking weekends in a row now. Like, you know, if you want to come up here, I'll like, I'll make us dinner. And he was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll come up. That sounds great. So he came up, we had another nice date. So anyway, this is now four weekends in a row. Mm -hmm. Seeing each other. Of us seeing each other. But one thing for me was that the texting was fucking horrible. Mm -hmm. Like there was, and it's not that I need someone to text me at all hours of the day. I don't need to talk to someone constantly, but if we're trying to make plans specifically and coordinate something, like I need you to respond. And if you can't respond, text me at a time when you can respond and let's just figure shit out then. Yeah. But what ended up happening was that we got to this rhythm where I would text, like he would text me at some point during the day. I'd text back. He wouldn't respond until like somewhere around midnight. And then I would text back in the morning because I fall asleep at like 11 on weeknights because I have a fucking job mm-hmm. um, and an internal clock. Now that he doesn't have a job, but like, Jesus, I go to sleep early. Yeah. Right. So I would text him in the morning and be like, oh, hey, sorry, I fell asleep and like respond. And then he wouldn't text me back again until like midnight. That's so annoying. Or like, like 8 p.m. I, I feel like he's not alone with that. I feel like many guys are bad at making plans. And this is not, like, on like a forgiveness on them. Just because all men are, like, fucking terrible at making plans means that, like, oh, he should be forgiven. Like, it's just, it's an annoying habit I've seen a pattern of. It's just so annoying because it's, and, and this is actually what I experienced with um, Bed-Stuy Guy, too. Where it was, like, driving me insane, where I'm, like, I don't need to talk to anyone at all hours of the day, ever. Literally, if we're casually hooking up, just text me when you want to make plans. When you have a little bit of free time, let's talk about it, right? And then that's it. We don't need to talk again until the actual date. But just text me when you're free. Don't text me when you're about to be off the fucking grid for 12 hours, Mm -hmm. right? But so this is the pace we've fallen into. So even though we have plans for this guy to come see me... I am just seething all week. Like, I am just so annoyed because I want to make these plans with him and figure out the details and stuff. And he's responding to me every, like, 18 hours. Yeah. I mean, you can't make a plan like that. It's just also, like, disrespectful for people's time. It's like, it does, really is. does he expect you to just, like, have all of your weekend free at your at his disposal when he decides to decide to make fucking plans with you? Yeah, and he's got this, like, running joke that I'm like I guess being too good of a sport about where like he like he's like sort of poking fun at me for planning stuff and like I took it the first couple times because it'd be like a Tuesday and I'd be like okay well what time should I aim to meet you on Saturday right but also like I live in the suburbs right um no regardless of where I live regardless regardless of where I live I'm not even gonna give that a fucking excuse um I my weekends are limited everyone's weekends are limited I care deeply about my time away from my job. Mm -hmm. So 
if I am making plans with you on a weekend, I want to make sure that I can make other plans around that. I'm not just going to hold my whole weekend free. So I'm just like at your disposal. Yeah. You know? So tell me what time you want me to meet you on Saturday so I can coordinate stuff before that. And then I know what time I'll be home on Sunday so that I can coordinate stuff after that. Yeah. I, I think that's something we were just more forgiving of when we were younger in dating. Like I would like drop everything to like go and hook up with a guy, go meet yep. them anywhere. Yep. No matter yeah, what. You get the fucking 2 a.m. you up text and it's like, yeah, I guess I'm up and available. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's literally, like, TikToks about this. Like, girls just getting out of bed, getting ready, putting on makeup, doing all this shit, and then going over to a guy's house. Like, yeah, this is totally normal. Like, no. We need to stop doing all that no, bullshit. No. Yeah, we're not stop. doing it. We're not doing it. Because, no. I'm the, sorry, but... If we all stop doing it, it'll work. Schedule me accordingly mm-hmm. and we will hang out. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you don't have time over the course of five days to come up with a plan and and tell me when you need me, then I'm sorry. I don't have time for it. I can't be fucking bothered. So like throughout this whole process of, of texting to coordinate when he's coming to visit me in the fucking suburbs, which takes some coordination. It's like, I'm hearing from him with like an 18 hour gap every day. So I'm going fucking insane. By the time we get to the weekend, I'm like, I almost like, Like, I had this whole plan to cook dinner for him, but I was like, I'm not going to go home and start cooking at 2, and then he doesn't show up till 10 Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know? So, like, I just, like, went about my day because he gave me no notice. He gave me no time frame, nothing. Then all of a sudden, it's, like, 7 o'clock, and he's like, okay, I'm going to take the train in at 8. So I'm fucking drunk. I'm fucking drunk, getting home, nothing prepped, finishing, like, taking out the recycle, wiping down Wait, my table. Wait, did I see you that day? Yeah, we were hanging out. That's why I was <laughs> no, drunk. No wonder you were drunk. Yeah. Like, what did we do? Um, we had a little, like, day drink picnic in your oh, backyard. Oh, of course. Of yep, course. Yep. So I get home. I bought the ingredients for what I was making, but nothing was prepped. I thought that I was going to, like, chop all the vegetables and stuff in advance, at least season the fish, like, whatever. Like, no, I did absolutely nothing because this man gave me no time frame. And then I, like, go pick him up from the train and um, we get back and I'm like, yeah, I have nothing ready. So you can just chill out while I, like, make dinner. Like, sorry. Like, that's what's going to happen right now because you gave me no notice. Yeah, that's fair. And it's like the night was fine. It was nice, whatever. Morning was fine. And then what really fucking gets me. So actually that night we're like outside smoking a cigarette, just talking, whatever. And I'm like, so like, what are your plans for tomorrow? And like, you know, I didn't make any fucking plans because I couldn't get a hold of him enough to figure out if we should, if I should be doing something with him on Sunday or when he's leaving or what. So he's like, oh, I'm going to go to the beach with friends. (laughs) I'm livid because there was nothing I wanted more than to go to the beach that weekend. Yeah. I I, I went to the beach that weekend and that was like a whole conversation topic between us. Yeah. But like, so like I couldn't bring it up to him because I'm like here just trying to make minimal plans with him, let alone throw like a Sunday plan into the mix. So I'm like, oh, like what? Like I'm down to go to the beach. Like. Like, he was like, oh, like, you should come. And I was like, oh, I'm down. Like, what do you, like, what's your plan? And I'm like, do you have stuff with you? And he's like, well, no, like, we would have to stop back at my place. And I'm like, okay, so now the plan would be that we drive from Westchester to Fidei, get your shit, and then drive to Rockaway. I'm like, that's going to be, like, a three-hour trip for me. Mm-hmm. And then an hour and a half, like, of a drive in traffic home on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Like, no, thank you. So I'm just like, great. Like, if we had 
maybe just had like a five minute phone conversation during the week. We could have figured this all out, but we didn't. Yeah. Um, and you texted me back literally after like 12 hours every day. So fuck me. Now you're going to go have a nice Sunday and I'm going to sit at home and do nothing. Yeah. That's so fucking annoying. Yeah. So anyway, the weekend was good overall, but like that, like the texting and the coordination and like the lack thereof just like left such a bad taste in my mouth and just like made me so annoyed that like, for the next couple of weeks after that, like he was busy. Well, he wasn't busy. He was away for the July weekend. And then I was busy the weekend after. And I kind of just like have lost interest. Um, and he keeps telling me that he wants me to come over so that he can cook me dinner. And like, you know, he's Italian. So he wants to make me like a nice, like Italian, like three course fucking meal. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, so like tepid on it. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like we can do that. But I'm like, I'm just, like, not excited. So, anyway, we have plans for tomorrow night, but I'm just, like... So, you haven't seen him in since... In three weeks now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so we were supposed to hang out last weekend, and then, like, again, like, the fucking bad coordinating, and then I had stuff going on, and I couldn't really plan that well with him because his response times were so delayed um, that eventually I was just like, you know what, look, let's just rain check. Like, we'll hang out next weekend instead, and so now our plans are for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see. Yeah, I mean, like, three weeks is kind of a big gap, especially because you guys were kind of seeing each other once a week. It'll be interesting to see what his vibe is in real life again. Yeah, and it's interesting because since, like, the like since the last time we saw each other, I've sort of pulled back just because of, like, my general annoyance at the situation. Yeah. So I haven't really been texting him. I've been, like, leaving him on red for, like, a day or two at a time. And all of a sudden, he's, like, super fucking affectionate with text. And, like, he's, you know, it's still, like, the response time isn't great. But, like, it's, like, it gives him a kick in the pants, like, temporarily. Mm. Like, if I don't answer for, like, a day and a half, I'll write back. And he'll be like, hi, how are you? I miss you. Like, what's going on? Like, how's your week going? Whatever. Well, the I miss you actually only happened once. But, um, <laughs> I don't, mean, but he's, like, super, like eager yeah i feel like you could bring up next time you see him like tomorrow and be like yeah like honestly the messaging the communication is annoying right now like like i feel like you have you're justified saying that with how long you've now known him over this time Mm -hmm. even though you haven't like spent time with him the last three weeks you've you've known him at this point for a while yeah it's been a hurdle to us hanging out together yeah and like like, like communication like you communicated with the sex thing and that became much better yeah. i think this is in our situation of communication and like you know kind of like he knows what he has to do either he changes or he doesn't you know yeah. and also like we could have potentially found time to hang out last weekend but i just knew that there were going to be so many follow-up questions to coordinate mm-hmm. that like i was just like it's not even worth the effort of trying to like get this guy's attention mm-hmm. so yeah i mean i i'm kicking myself uh, not really I'm not kicking myself, but I wanted to bring it up last time I saw him. But it was already, like, so rushed and late in the evening and whatever. I was just like, whatever, I'll let it go. But, yeah. I mean, if there is a constant fucking issue with a dude, you have to mention it at some point. Otherwise, it's just going to continue to fucking eat away at you. Yeah. Until the end of time. Uh So... Okay, well, keep us updated on the Italian. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with him. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go on this date tomorrow and whatever. I mean, it's a fucking summer fling. I don't have the highest expectations. And he knows I'm leaving at the end of August. So it is what it is. I'm going to try to keep it casual, keep it light, whatever. 
So what's going on with you, B? Um, well, I'm still seeing the lawyer. And last time you left us, it was a whole chlamydia thing. Um, mm-hmm. So about a week after that, um, actually the same day you had your first date with the Italian, I had no plans to see him that weekend because we just it wasn't like a match like in terms of like plans and scheduling and I was like yeah I'm gonna like have a good day lost my jewel (laughs) went to happy hour with my friends got way too drunk because I was upset about not seeing him (laughs) and yeah I just got way too drunk and then I ended up texting him and like hey I'm like um, near your neighborhood. So he lives in Long Island City and my friends and I were in Astoria. So he comes to like where we are and I was like, I got into like kind of like a fight with my friends like right before. So he, then he comes and I just immediately just want to leave. So I make him like after you Uber there, like immediately like Uber back home oh my to his apartment where I then I ended up like throwing up and we had our first non-sexual sleepover. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I again That is a milestone though. Yeah. And I, I brought up again, like being exclusive, but I don't think he like took it seriously because of like all the chlamydia things. He just thought I just wanted to do it because I just got chlamydia. Um, and then the next week we saw each other and I think I brought it up again. And I think at that point it was when he was like open to the idea of, of like, you know, um, us being exclusive again. Like he just, so he told me, so like we became like non-exclusive because I wanted to. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I went out and I, fucked other guys got chlamydia I was like no I want I want to be non-exclusive right but then I also realized in that time throughout the entire time the whole like month of me dating other guys that I actually do really like him and I do want to spend the remainder of my time here kind of seeing someone I like than going on like random Uh first dates you know with like dudes I don't give a fuck about when I'm just about to leave like and I told him that and I was just like, it's not just, you know, I don't want to get an STD. It's just like, also, I've realized like I do like you and like, I do want to spend the rest of my time with you. And, you know, we decided to be exclusive. And like, since then. Oh, shit. Wait, you guys are re-exclusive? Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. <laughs> re-exclusive. Oh, my God. Okay. And since then, everything's been like pretty good with us. Um... Yeah, I think we've just gotten better with, like, communication. Like, we see each other pretty often, like, at least once a week. Not this weekend, but next weekend. We're going up to, like, my parents' cabin together. So, yeah. Are your parents going to be there? (laughs) No. Oh, my God. Still, though. Yeah. Why would my parents be there while I'm there with him? Dude, I I thought you were bringing him up as, like, Bay. Oh, no, 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 no. It's it's more like... Bay in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Not Bay meets the, the the whole family. But yeah, like I we've had some like small hiccups. Um one of them very meta is about the podcast. Uh, oh 
yes. Do tell, do tell. So that same weekend that you were seeing the Italian, you're like, oh, I want to go to the beach. Like we had a whole thing about the beach and it was a good weather. I'd been wanting to go to the beach for a while. And I suggested that we do that that day. And he said he couldn't do that because he was going to like drinks with a, a coworker. And I was like, okay, you're going to have drinks with a coworker on a fucking Sunday. And I was like, just cancel it. Like literally. It's like a weekday vibe. Yeah. I'm like, literally like I am like the person you're dating and you rather not see me like so he had plans to already come up to Westchester that night like on Sunday night but like Sunday night to leave on Monday like it's not a lot of time yeah and we've been having a lot of Sunday hangs so I've just been feeling like really like uh, and it doesn't really feel like a top tier kind of position like a Sunday hang is like you're you know you're like second or third in the batting order of like yeah. his life yeah exactly so um he's like basically telling me like by going because it's like a really hard restaurant to get into that like to get reservations what for it, by the way, the Grand Banks oh okay okay yeah okay, okay. yeah oh god bitch okay, yeah continue <laughs> which is like a two-week wait i guess to get a table because it's on a fucking boat if you guys don't know um in the hudson and oh so he was gonna go there with this co-worker yeah interesting and okay so like he says that and it's like reservations at 4 30 i want to do a beach day and so there's not enough time to like do a beach day and go back and do this thing and so he's like, yeah, I can just, like, take the seven-something train up to Westchester. So I was like, okay, so you're about to have, like, two-hour drinks with this bitch and then come up to West. Like, what's the fucking point? You'd rather see this girl for two hours than spend the entire day with me? Like, that's what – it sounds like that's what it was. So I was just like, okay, like, you know what? I don't think this weekend's, like, working. Like, let's just, like, not see each other. Because I was, like, obviously offended and – you know what? Like, fuck it. Like, truly, is that which is what you're saying to me? Like, I don't even want to see you, like, for a fucking Sunday night. Like, sorry, bye. And then I think he could tell I was pissed. And he still, he still asked after that. He was like, oh, I'm still down to come up, like, after. And I'm like, fine, yeah, sure. Like, okay. And then, so we still have plans to see each other Sunday night. And then he texts me back, like, five minutes later. It's like, yeah, I canceled drinks. And, like, I, I just want to rather go to the beach with you. And I was like, yeah, that's the right fucking answer. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, in my head, of course. But, like, I'm sorry. Like, it was the right fucking answer. Like, in no way, like, that g- having drinks with your coworker is more important than, like, seeing the person you're dating. Like, literally we have the sex like are you fucking serious oh my god what listen i can see both sides of this i can see your side where it feels like oh well this is just these are drinks with a random co-worker but on the other hand i can see like if i had plans with my co-workers who are you know they're a big part of my life i've been friends with them for like five years now because you've had your job for five years I've had my job for five years, right? So I've been working with these people for five years. So, and they're like my homies. Like they're like, you know, like, like they're my buds. So if I had plans to hang out with one of them and some dude, I was like, not even like officially dating, just like hooking up with, like if the Italian was like, oh, like hang out with me this Sunday. And I was like, well, I have plans with my coworkers. It's not a group thing though. I have plans with my coworker, even if it was just one of them, honestly, and he was like, oh, well, you should hang out with me instead. 
I, I didn't say hang out with me instead. I was like, oh, I did say cancel Listen, plans. It's semantic. Yeah, you did say you did say cancel it. Anyway, I'm just I'm devil's advocate a little bit here, but I'm just saying I can see both sides of it because if it were the other way around, like if some dude I was like hooking up with for a bit told me to hang out with him instead of seeing my coworker who was like. I don't know, when you get to a certain point, it's like your coworkers are like your fucking confidants in the workplace, you know? Oh, please. Massive eye roll, honestly. Oh, fuck off. No, coworkers are not your friend. You're just friends. No, they're not. They're literally your friend until you leave your job. Yeah, but still, for that time, I mean, I... Like, I have coworkers in mind that I would not cancel plans with some random, you know, with four plans with some random dude. So I can see both, like, I see both sides of it. Like, and these are also, like, it's not a work bay situation. Like, these are, like, my coworkers who are married that I'm good friends with. Well, this girl is single. Right. Well, who cares, though? That, I think that she's matters. Not, she's not your competition. You know I mean, that. I know she's not my competition. You know she's not your competition, so it's not that. It's, no, but, like, I, I do... I'm like, glad it worked out, but what I'm saying is that I don't think that it's like... You don't know that she's not my competition, though. You told me that she's, like, not even good-looking, whatever. Like, that's why would she, she's not my competition. Why would she be your competition if she's not good-looking? Because sometimes guys like unattractive girls. Oh, whatever. I doubt that's it. I <laughs> doubt that's it. Honestly, I'm just saying that, like, I don't think all... Like, I don't think that it was an inherently like biased or like a like him choosing someone over you i just think that like he had these pre-existing plans you know good on him for canceling them but like if he hadn't i don't think he would be like in the wrong necessarily you know like it's the same as like if you had plans with like an old friend that you were going to catch up with from some other path of life or whatever it's just weird though like also sunday to have a drinks with your coworker. like all like i would expect you to like like do that like during the week hang out with your coworkers, that's fine but like i don't know booking like a two-week reservation spot on a sunday with a co-worker is just a little too intimate and you can't fucking ignore that that's fucking intimate feels? what do you mean we have caught feels feels are caught they're cured okay they're so, like so what is the trajectory of this relationship now the trajectory has always been the same which is i'm going to the uk so it's going to be a clean break when you leave yeah like Hondo P. We're both on that page. We both have agreed to that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there has been like a bit of discussion of like the two weeks before I go, um, like maybe going back on dating apps and stuff. This is like his comment because his, we, we talked about this too. When we were excited if we open it up or not again, is just like, he feels very much, left high and dry like uh like i i'm you know we're both integral to each other's like lives at this point and we do see each other a lot that you know just one weekend that's just not going to be true forever and that's kind of like a very harsh way to end things and it's like even though we know it's coming you know i guess a bit of this would be a buffer to be like okay like maybe we both download dating apps two weeks before I leave. So it feels a little bit less terrible. I don't think in actuality you will make it feel less terrible, but like if it's going to make him feel better, like I'm, I'm okay with that. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, cause you guys are in this weird in between where you're like, you're not nothing, but you're also not something like you're not, you know, like he's not going to like, 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 is he going to fucking Uber with you to the airport and send you off? No, like, no. Right. No. Like, you know, like you're not like legit enough for, for that or to be like 
Skyping each other every week when you get to the UK or anything, but you're also not nothing. Not nothing. So it's like a weird, it's a weird like in between like gray area. So I don't know. I'm in favor of the sort of soft, like the soft ghosting, like opening it back up and just sort of like almost like letting things feel like they're just kind of fading out, you know? Yeah. Making it feel organic, even if it's not organic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we have gotten, like, closer in this time. And I don't know. I've, I don't know. We'll see what, what happens, you know. Um, I swear to God, if you end up doing long distance with this We're dude. not going to do long distance. He's too logical for that. Like, even if, like, I'm, like, I'm the romantic and in this like relationship so and me i am i am the romantic but i've been jaded too many times before with this whole distance bit that like it it is what it is like it's i don't know and this all happened too late for it to be something you know yeah and it happened too late because I wasn't ready to seriously date anyone after my last relationship for a really long time. Yeah. So it happened the way it was supposed to happen, but like it's also going to end the way Dude, it's supposed to end. you know you'd be fucking miserable if you did, if you went to the UK and did long distance. Like even if things aren't like instantly amazing, if you're not swimming in dick when you first get there, like still in the long run, it'll be worth it for you to be single because you'll actually give it a full chance. Yeah, I don't, like, I'm not going there, like, looking for, like, a husband or a boyfriend at all. Like, I'm, I'm really not worried about that. No, you're going that. there for you. Yeah, I'm going there for me, finally. Yeah. And, like, I want to go there single, and I want to do this all for myself, and I am. So... Yeah. yeah. You don't want to feel like you're, like, running home to anything or, like, trying to factor someone else into your life. Like, this is your time. You've been waiting for this for so long. Um, Interesting. So, like, he also... The whole reason we started getting together in the first place is because he also wasn't looking for anything serious. As you guys know, he's Canadian and he's like looking to like leave his job soon and either like go traveling or like find a like less crazy toxic work environment Mm -hmm. back in Toronto and all his family's there. So like he's not looking to date anyone from New York seriously. And I wasn't either. And that's all fine and dandy. So when we weren't seeing each other for a bit, when I moved initially back to Westchester, so the end of last summer, so like September, mm-hmm. um, he was seeing this other girl and she's a doctor and she's also brown. <laughs> oh. I know. She actually looks like a budget B. Like, <laughs> like just less cute. I guess she's more smart, but whatever. You don't have to be smart to be a doctor. I mean, I could be a doctor. I don't know what if I wanted to. Actually, I drink too much coffee. My hands are oh, well, I can't be a surgeon. Well, well she was a surgeon. <laughs> drink too much coffee. I feel like people have their strengths. Sure. Whatever. Whatever, bitch. <laughs> neither here nor there. Okay. So I want to tell you this in like you can decide if this is like okay or not. Uh, they saw each other for maybe like three dates or something before she was like, yeah, like I seriously want to date you. Like your thoughts and feelings. And he was like, well, like I'm leaving. Like I said, like I'm planning to leave and like, I don't see my future in New York, if not in the next six months to a year or a year and a half. But she was in New York. She, yeah. They're both in New York. Okay. Good. Like everyone's in New York in this situation. No, I thought she was in. I thought that this was when he was in Toronto. No, 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 no. This is like when we, like, when I came back from Toronto and you guys. Were no, like, no, 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 no. So 
I moved to Westchester in August. Yes. He was still in the city. Yes. He was in the city for a month of September before he went to Toronto for three months in quarantine. Yes. So in the month before he went to Toronto and the month that he was in the city and the month that we were not seeing each other, he saw this girl. Seeing this other girl. Okay. Um, so she's a New York doctor, whatever, three dates and she wants to like talk about the relationship and the future and whatever. And he said that like, yeah, I don't see my future here. So that's what it is. And then she was like, okay, well, we're going to have to stop seeing each other. Damn. Right? I respect her. That's what, yeah, I said the same. I stand her. Yeah. I mean, she's 26 and she's like a six year residency or some shit like that. So she's going to be in New York for the next six years. And yeah, med, like med school and the whole doctor like route is no joke. Like you no. are committed to it. Like you're not going to be a free soul and just roam around for a year. I mean, he said himself he would be like down to like, you know, still sleep with her, be exclusive with her. But like he can't promise anything more serious because he's leaving. So no, and my girl was like, no, I'm looking for a fucking husband. As bitch. she should. As she should. It's just I bring that up because it proves not just you know to me artificially he's saying these things he's not just saying that he wants casual to pander to what you want right i think he genuinely does have that same trajectory it's just a couple months behind mine so um yeah he did he did say that if she wanted to do that she should have waited a few months and i was like but that wouldn't have changed your answer that you just would have wasted her time exactly like it's not a bargaining chip good on her good on her for knowing that she wasn't gonna like uh, wait on any guy who was gonna like putz around yeah like you know if you if you know that you want serious then say it it. then fucking say that you know Mm -hmm. if you want casual yeah maybe you can like pussyfoot around a little bit but like if you want serious, it's better you put that out there and that you're on the same page from the get-go because that's not getting any less serious Yeah, that's what you really want. Yeah. Though, can you imagine that combo, doctor-lawyer? Oh, fucking stereotypes, man. Great. <laughs> be successful. Be together. Work really hard. Have beautiful kids. <laughs> have a great life. Own a lovely home. Yeah, well, I guess neither. I mean, he's not Save for your that. retirement. <laughs> Buy an island. 401k. <laughs> but um, that is me and the lawyer. And yeah, we're in a good place right now. So we'll see Okay, so you're going to ride out the rest of the summer with him? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like... I mean... As much as I, like, went into the summer thinking, like, hot girl summer, I just want to fuck anything that moves. Like, now I'm like, you know what? There is some value to, like, having a consistent hookup, even if it's not something serious, because you're not rolling the dice and wasting your time with a new person. Uh Right? Like, every time you go on on a first date, it's like, it could flop. They could cancel. You could cancel. Things could not work. You know, it... Like, there's so many ways it could go wrong and could end up being a complete waste of your time. Whereas, like, if there's someone that's sort of tried and tested that, like, you know you get along with and you have a good time with, like, maybe that's the move when I'm, time is limited. I'm for a summer fling. Now it's been, like, 
pretty much two, three years of having a summer fling. I'm thinking like H being my first fling. And then last summer, it was like a little bit of the lawyer, but also dating around. Last year was more like hot girl summer. Last year was hot girl summer for you. Yeah. Um, And then this year, like having the lawyer, like, yeah, like I'm pro having a fling in the summer, more so than cuffing season. Like it's just more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Last year I had two summer flings and a bunch of random dates that were nothing. And year before, all well, year before was fucking doomsday with R when we were miserable together. So mm. amen to that. But yeah. Yeah. Pro summer fling. Okay. Well, that's all for now, folks. Yeah. That's all we got. That's all we got. Um, Your laptop's right about, about to die right on cue. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. Bye. bye. Oh, no, no, no.